the great congressman Mike Lawler. Mike, good job yesterday, buddy. Very good. Sunday. Thank, thank you, Sid. Appreciate it. Was that taped or was that live? Uh, it was taped on Friday. I, I landed at uh, Newark, drove into the city, and uh, taped it with Marsha. She's pretty cool. I mean, you know her? I, I like Marsha. Oh, yeah. No, Marsha. You know what? She's one of the toughest but fairest reporters. She's not looking to get you, but if you if you lie to her or you mislead, she's going after you. Yeah. And, uh, she does a great job. She does. Let me start with Menendez before we get to government shutdowns and the chaos in D.C., this guy's been a scumbag forever. I mean, he got in trouble in 2015. Then, of course, the story broke in 2017. They alleged he was having sex with underage hookers in the Dominican Republic. Now you've got this story, and there's no way he can explain away gold and a half a million in cash. This has been going on for 10 years with this lowlife. What do we mean to come to the realization enough is enough, and when is this guy going to resign or get kicked out? He, he should have been convicted six years ago. Uh, I, I think it is shameful that he's been uh, allowed to stay in, in public office uh, during that time. Uh, and obviously, uh, he couldn't help himself. Uh, you know, I mean, his explanation the other day that, you know, I'm Cuban and I was worried about confiscation of funds. That's why I had gold bars and cash. <laughs> Stop. I, I mean, really? <laughs> that's that's the best explanation you could come up with? Um, look, it, it, that that uh, indictment reads like a horror show. And I think what is deeply troubling is the fact that he's the chair of foreign affairs. Uh, but, 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 but he did step down from those positions, right, from the chair position? Or am I wrong? He, he did after he was indicted, but, but only because the Democrat uh, rules uh, require it within their conference. But uh, – you know, he stepped down the last time he was chair, and then and then he came back after he was, uh, you know, a hung jury. Uh, so, but but what's disturbing about it, Sid, is is the chair of foreign affairs has certain authority and power to approve, uh, you know, military equipment sales, uh, different types of deals that our admit our government enters into with foreign governments, and so. Um, the fact that he seemingly uh, abused that authority, used that power uh, to enrich himself uh, is, is deeply disturbing. And, and I mean, it, it just reads like an episode of The Sopranos, as has been said by many, you know, gold, gold bars and cash. And the best part is, you know, he stuffs it in his jacket. With his name on it. I know. His name is actually on the jacket. I know. His own name. Uh, any national security concerns about what he did or didn't tell Egypt? Well, that's that's the question. And, you know, this is what's been uncovered so far. Uh, you know, I just obviously there's there's a level of trust that has been broken here. Uh, you know, he can certainly he's entitled to the presumption of innocence in, in court. But when you're dealing with uh, issues like this, and you have foreign governments uh, engaged, um, and you know Egypt obviously is a country uh, that we deal with. Though at times there's friction uh, between our two countries, and and so you know the fact that that he would engage in this type of conduct, uh, and and again, these folks need to understand something. You're not here to enrich yourself or your family, uh, and you know in much the same way with the Hunter Biden case. Uh, you know, your family is, is, is should not be uh, benefiting off of your position in public office. It's funny Seriously. you say that. It's funny you say that because I know what the salaries are. 
And I don't know any politicians that aren't rich. I don't know any. So it's funny you say that, but, I mean, come on, Mike. This is going on for years. I don't care if they're, if they're Congress people, senators, uh, presidents, vice presidents, council people. These people live way above their salaries. How does that happen? Listen, uh, you know, Bob Menendez uh, did cash and gold bars. Nancy Pelosi did the stock market. And this is this is what is wrong with this system. I support banning politicians uh, in Washington from being engaged in the stock market. Uh, The reality is that you are dealing with high level people from every industry, from every corporation in America. Um, and while you are here serving, you should serve. If the money is not good enough, if you're not making the living that you need to to provide for your family, guess what? Leave. You know, I, I, I think we've gotten to a point where uh, some folks think this is the quick way to get rich. Uh, I, to me, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not in the stock market, uh, you know, right now because there's no reason to be. Uh, I'm I'm here to serve, uh, and when my time is up, whenever that may be, whether the voters decide or I decide that I don't want to do this uh, any further, you know, then then it's time to go, you know, into the private sector and work right. like right. everyone else for a living. Right, Congressman Mike Lawler, the pride of Rockland County. So we are four days away. Just saw our good friend Mike Molinaro, Mark Molinaro, I should say, on uh, CNN, and we are four days away from the probability, no longer a possibility. But the probability of a government shutdown, as far as I know, there is uh, nothing nothing new. Uh, the deal is not close. I know Kevin McCarthy keeps saying, we'll get it done, we'll get it done. But can you give me a reason to be optimistic outside of what Kevin McCarthy's been saying? Look, this has been a very frustrating uh, few weeks because there's really no reason for this. Uh we well, by the way, you, you say there's time. no reason for this, but I was watching Face the Nation after, <laughs> before you were on yesterday, and they kept bringing in all these Democrats who said if there is a government shutdown, there is a reason for it. And the reason is it ain't the Republicans versus the Democrats. It's Republicans versus Republicans. So they were blaming the whole thing on the Republican Party. Is that fair? And you know what? They're right. Here, here's, the, here's the problem. Uh, we all agree as a Republican conference that we need to do single-subject appropriations bills, that we need to reduce spending. This administration, the Biden administration, was reckless and increased spending by $5 trillion in two years. We all agree on the need to reduce spending. Uh, There's not a single one of us opposed to that. The issue is that going through the appropriations process Uh, in the manner that we are, after three decades of not doing it the right way, takes time. It takes time to go line by line, budget bill by budget bill, uh, and and find the savings and spending reductions uh, that work. And within our conference over the last two months, there's been a lot of disagreement about different aspects of each of these appropriations bills. We would have liked to pass all 12 by September 30th. But even if we were to do that, let's say by some miracle over the next four days, we pass the remaining 11 appropriations bills. We've already passed one. The Senate would still have to pass theirs. Then we would have to conference and come to an agreement and repass them. And then the president would have to sign it into law. law. That is not happening by September 30th. 
So why would we shut down the government and inflict pain on the American people? Uh, and, and I can promise you, Joe Biden will do exactly what Barack Obama did when the government shut down during his administration, and he will make it as painful as possible. You have to give me some specific things that the president will do to make it painful for everyday Americans like me. They will, they will shut down the national parks. They will make it difficult for air travel. Uh, you will see all sorts of uh, issues with getting pay- paychecks out uh, to our active duty military, our veterans benefits. It, it will be a calamity. Well, two and, things. And First of all, I, I, heard, I heard that they will also stop paying border security, and we can't afford not to have those people there. And what about Social Security checks? You know about that? Social, social Security checks, because it's mandatory spending, will continue to go out. The problem will be if, if new people are trying to apply. Uh, if you are having an issue, it'll be difficult to get a hold of somebody. Uh, a lot of these agencies will stop interacting with congressional offices. Uh, you will have, for instance, passports. Uh, that is a big part of what we deal with on a daily basis, people trying to get their passports. They'll grind this to a halt. People will miss their travel, uh, you know, whether it's for personal or, or business. So this, they have the opportunity to make this extremely painful. And by the way, it won't save one penny. It will cost us more money on interest, uh, and it will be a calamity. When, when the government shut down under Donald Trump, Donald Trump made it a partial government shutdown. He wanted to make it as painless as possible uh, because we controlled the Senate and uh, the White House. But when you don't control the White House, uh, there, there is a lot that the president has jurisdiction over and power over in this type of situation. But you, but you just you just mentioned Donald Trump, and ironically, he's been yelling about this, and he says, hey, my Republican people, which include you, Mike Lawler, shut it down. 